Hello, hello. How are we doing, everyone? Happy summer. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being here. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to the Lifelong Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Kumjan. Thank you so, so much for being here. If you know me, you know that I love all things non-toxic and clean and healthy and good for your body, things that promote health. And one category that is really big is skincare. And as someone who suffered from hormonal acne for years, especially when I was in the thick of mold illness, and to be honest, I still get a breakout here and there. Um, skin is a pesky thing to heal. And it's also very personal and it's definitely a very vulnerable thing. So today's episode is really, really awesome because I have one of the founders of ClearStem and ClearStem is a non-toxic beauty line formulated by a acne guru who you will hear more about. That's the other co-founder who's not on the show today. And then also founded by Kaylee Christina, who is my guest today, who actually struggled with acne and was kind of at her wit's end, ready to start Accutane, and she serendipitously came across Danielle, the acne guru, and was able to heal her skin and acne and didn't get any scars and did it all within a few months, which is really unheard of. So anyways, without giving away any details, you guys need to listen in, especially if you're interested in non-toxic beauty because Kaylee is so wonderful. And with that, let's welcome Kaylee Christina. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, Kaylee? Good. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to podcast together. I'm so excited. Uh, Kaylee and I were just talking about um, how I actually got interested in ClearStem. And I'm going to share that in the intro that I record separate of this. But ClearStem is such an amazing brand. And I love non-toxic products and things like that. But for those that are unfamiliar with ClearStem and the ClearStem story, your story is so it's so moving. And I love purchasing from brands that have a moving background and have a purpose behind them. So if you could start, Kaylee, by sharing a bit about your story and your co-founder's story and just kind of how ClearStem was birthed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So at ClearStem, we are, our entire line and every product we put out is anti-aging, anti-acne, and non-toxic. And that is something that we are going to be sticking to for every product forever. We think it's so important that when you go to a brand, they have values and a mission. You can trust every product. You don't feel like you're having to like double check every ingredient and feeling you have to question, oh, this one's safe, but this one's not. So that was always so important to us from the beginning. But really, ClearStem was born because um, in my mid-20s, I decided to get off birth control. I wanted to uh, balance my hormones naturally. I was getting very passionate about non-toxic living, low-toxic living, just feeling in control of my body, feeling like what I was putting in my body was nourishing it and doing good for it. So I personally didn't feel comfortable being on birth control anymore. So I got off and in a matter of like 
two to three months later, my entire body just freaked out. I um, got bright red inflamed cystic acne. It was so incredibly painful. I actually lost like 30 pounds of weight. Um, later, wow. I found out it's because I wasn't absorbing any nutrients, but it was just falling off me and it was scary. Like I didn't, I wasn't wow. trying to lose weight. It was really mm-hmm. scary. Um, everything I ate was making me sick and I just was so run down all the time. I felt like I couldn't move. And mm-hmm. So I'm going to every doctor, dermatologist, esthetician. I'm like, what is going on? I go to the doctor and for my cystic acne, they want to put me back on birth control. They're like, well, the only way to balance your hormones is to go on birth control. And in my head, like I had gone back to school to get my degree in holistic nutrition. This was my passion at this point. So I'd done so much additional research. So I knew I didn't want to go back on birth control. And I knew that didn't balance my hormones. Um, And also you wanted me to go on antibiotics. I'm like, well, I know antibiotics is like setting off an atomic bomb in your gut. Like it's killing every good and bad bacteria in your entire body. And we need that to build our immune system. It's We need that for our skin health. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, wow. How is antibiotics possibly going to work? So I didn't want to do any of those. And then for the weight, he didn't believe me that I didn't have an eating disorder. I kept telling him, I'm like, no, I'm like, like weight is falling off me. My clothes aren't fitting me. Like, I don't know what's going on. And he just kept asking so many questions about like what I was eating, how I was working out and like trying to make me feel like I had an eating disorder. I'm like, I changed nothing. I'm still eating the same and working out the same. Um, and I had struggled with eating disorders like in high school and like at this point in my mid twenties, like I actually felt really good about my body. I was like, I worked so hard on growing past all of that. So it was really frustrating to not feel believed by any doctors. And I went to the dermatologist and they wanted to put me on Accutane. And I was like, oh my gosh, I knew what Accutane did. It's a black box pharmaceutical. It is so poisonous for our bodies. They want you to sign papers that you may have suicidal thoughts, um, be really depressed, skin flaking off, skin red, inflamed, painful. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so kept dealing with this. And so going to some naturopathic doctors then to try to figure out what was going on internally. Finally figured that the internal part out. I did get diagnosed with celiac and I had SIBO at the time and leaky gut, just like a ton of things going on. So I was starting to heal a few months later starting to heal internally, but still my skin, bright red inflamed cystic acne. Like I was packing on theater makeup, like the thick clay. I like literally Googled what the Miss America pageant girls wore. Cause I'm like, oh, their skin looks so flawless. on, so They must have to use like intense yeah. makeup. And I was like packing on that foil at the house. I didn't want to hang out with friends or see anyone. I was just it's an identity crisis. Like it was covering my face and I would look in the mirror and I wouldn't see myself as what I thought I looked like. And it was, it's really freaky to explain, but anyone that's been through it can understand like looking in the mirror and just not seeing what you think is yourself. Yeah. I've so, been through it too. So I, yeah. So I really unexplainable. Yeah, it really is. Um, I really didn't know what to do. I was trying everything, like every skincare imaginable that said it could help, every supplement, every elimination diet, like you name it, nothing. So one last Google search and up pop San Diego Acne Clinic and my co-founder <laughs> in Clearstone, Danielle, that's her clinic. So I go in and I happen to be her last client of the day. Thank goodness. Cause she had like three hours to spend with me. We literally spent probably an hour and a half talking before she even touched my oh, skin. Wow. Yeah. And we talked through everything I was eating, supplements I was taking, um, 
products I was using on uh, my hair, my makeup, and skincare. And mind you, before this, I'd been to like 10 to 15 different estheticians and had never had this conversation. So I was already blown away. And I, my whole world was opened up to acne triggers. Like I had learned so much in school for nutrition. I had learned so much just outside of that, researching for my own passion. And I just, I learned all about these acne triggers and even how healthy foods and healthy supplements can trigger acne because of what causes it at the root. Um, so we figured out I had like 12 different acne triggers going on. Everything from eggs, eggs is a huge acne trigger because of the albumin protein in it. And I was eating those every single morning. Excess vitamin D, zinc, B12, and biotin all of those in excess trigger acne because uh, vitamin D, zinc, and B12 all trigger testosterone. So if you're triggering in excess of one hormone, you're causing a hormonal imbalance. So in mm. excess, those can actually cause hormonal imbalances, which cause hormonal acne. So we found, and on top of that, I was using skin some skincare and makeup that had pore clogging ingredients and conditioner. It's like in nutrition school, you were never taught about pore clogging ingredients in stuff that you're putting on your right. skin, which is so crazy because it's like, as nutrition coaches or hosting nutritionists um, or IHPs, NTPs, whatever you are, um, you know, a lot of times you're working with people with acne and you could be healing all this stuff internally. But if they're still using products with pore clogging ingredients, they're still clogging their pores and causing acne. So you'd be doing everything internally and externally. This isn't working. Mm -hmm. So 12 different acne triggers. I eliminated all of them. Two months later, my skin was completely clear with absolutely no scar damage. It was unreal. And it was just from getting on a proper skincare routine with exfoliation, no pore clogging ingredients. It was four steps. It wasn't like a crazy (laughs) 12 step routine and eliminating the acne triggers. Wow. That's amazing. You really yes. lucked out there too that you didn't have to <laughs> get on the Accutane because oh my gosh I have heard I know. so many horror stories and now the big thing is I'll I'll butcher the name but spirolactane or oh, something spirul- like that spironolactone yeah spironolactone sp- oh my gosh there's what that, are your thoughts on spiro obviously on that one I, <laughs> I can't <I'm> personally say <laughs> not I'm personally not a fan of any like toxic acne medications because. Mm-hmm there is a root cause to what is going on. Um, Agree. And you just have to figure out what that root cause is because I've met people, like obviously I talk to a lot of people about their skin and I've met people who you're only supposed to be in Spiro for like a few months. That's like, that's Mm. what it's supposed to be. But some people are on it for years because they are so scared to get off it and they're still breaking out and their dermatologist still writes the prescription. It's like, uh, oh my gosh. Like, and isn't it not even marked as a an acne treatment? Like it's literally just yeah, for your it's heart. A, it's a blood pressure <laughs> medication. Yeah. It was originally for That's blood pressure. So freaky to me. It's like I know. Oh, no, thank you. And then um <laughs> I've read too that mineral imbalances are common and it screws with your kidneys and things like that. So yeah, I definitely agree with the root cause approach, but I just was curious what you've heard on your end about Spiro. I'm calling yeah, it Spiro. I'm, Spiro, yeah. <laughs> <For short. laughs> it's a very long name. Yeah. I'm personally, yeah, I'm, pro- I'm personally not a fan because I think you can achieve incredible, amazing skin naturally. It's just about figuring out what's going on. And, and then when you do get to the root cause, you don't need any of these additional crazy medications, things, anything like that, because your skin is 
amazing without that. And then you're in control. And then you, your whole entire body, it's like a cascade effect. Like you sleep better, you feel better, your mood's better, your digestion's better. Like everything is once you're mm-hmm. you know, regulating it. Yeah. That's how it was for me with mold illness. Like I, my most extreme symptoms with mold illness, which was undiagnosed for three and a half years. Um, oh my gosh. It was every day I had extreme respiratory symptoms, difficulty breathing, neurological issues like seizure-like symptoms, dizziness, um, electrical sensations, brain fog, fatigue, yada, yada. But another symptom I had was hormonal imbalance and acne where I was unrecognizable. Like I totally relate to that. Um, But for me, it just wasn't the, the biggest thing I was focusing on because I'm like, I just want to be able to breathe normally and then we'll yeah. focus on how I look. But something, and maybe you can touch on this, acne isn't just about how you look. Like, can you talk about what else happens like emotionally, mentally when you're you're dealing with acne? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it it hits your confidence so much. You start not wanting to because you you feel it you feel it, right? Like you could even not be looking in a mirror and you can physically feel the acne on your skin. And so you know it's there mm-hmm. all the time. It's not something that you kind of, it's not like a, I don't know, maybe like a, a birthmark or something that you just like forget about. Like you actually feel it all the time. And it's, a lot of times it's painful and uncomfortable yeah. and it kind of feels, feels kind of gross. Like I don't like, it just feels like, like get this off me. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel good. How, yeah. And I remember that's how I felt. I was like, oh, I just like, just get it off me. And, um, so mm-hmm. it makes you show up differently. I mean, you feel like everyone's looking at your skin all the time. And so when you're introducing yourself to people, like it really gets in your head, like, oh, what are they thinking of me? Especially like being in the health world, like, oh, do they not think I take care of my health? Um, you don't feel beautiful. And this is not, I'm not telling anyone they should feel these things. I'm saying like that when you're going through like really bad cystic acne, like these are like the, the dark thoughts that come up that you really have to work mm-hmm. through because they're not true, yeah. but, but they arise right. and uh, you don't feel beautiful. You don't feel confident. Um, yeah, you show up differently. You don't introduce yourself the same. You cancel plans. I remember canceling so many dinners. Um, you're instead of putting on makeup to like feel good. Like right now I love putting on makeup. It's like so fun. It's like, I don't wear a lot, but I enjoy putting it on to, you know, do fun Mm -hmm. things. And, um, but it's before when I had acne, it was to cover everything up, to try and hide it, to try to Mm -hmm. not look myself what I did at the time. And it is so emotionally destructive when you're dealing with cystic acne, truly like like you have more anxiety, depression arises. There's so many other things that you have to you have to work through to remember. Like your acne is not you, and no, like this is my biggest tip I give to people. Like, have you ever gone and got 
dinner with someone new or met someone new and had like the most amazing conversation and you guys like really hit it off and they're such an incredible person. Have you ever left that being like, oh, wow, they're like such an incredible person. They're so much fun to hang out with, but like, oh, their skin was so bad. Like, no, no, you, never. The only <laughs> thing, yeah. The only thing you remember from interactions is like how that person's personality was and like what an incredible human they were. Mm-hmm. And so it's just mm-hmm. so important if you're struggling going through acne to remember that too. It's like, okay, I might be thinking about it a lot, but working on releasing that anxiety of like, I'm just going to show up as me and like, I believe in me and I love me and I'm going to show up as the great human that I am. And, and that's all that's going to matter because it's truly all that does matter. But, but acne really hits you a lot um, emotionally and and mentally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that, thank you for sharing that first Mm -hmm. of all. But I also think that because of those extreme emotional, mentally, mental and physical sensations, that is why so many people, even health conscious individuals that I know in the wellness space, in the low toxic living space that have succumbed to taking Accutane because it's like they feel like their whole life is falling apart. Yes. You just Um, feel so exhausted and frustrated and debilitated that you're like, gosh, just give me what I think will like like bomb everything and work like just like set an atomic bomb off in my body like kill everything get rid of it like I just can't do this anymore like I can't mentally do this anymore and I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that I don't want anyone listening to like feel guilty because that's a decision that they made Mm -hmm. not at all um you made whatever decision that you thought was right for you at the right time but I always do suggest if someone is on spironolactone and accutanks I talk to people that are on it all the time um I help them work through like the root causes while they're on it so they can slowly get off it Um, because it is Mm. not a long-term fix. It will come back if you don't get to the root cause of acne. I mean, my co-founder, Danielle, her, she went on Accutane three times and it came back every single time because it didn't get the, it didn't hit the root cause. And I know that for a lot Mm -hmm. of people. And so I I help people, I know spironolactone is a really hard one. I like help wean people off of it, like dropping Mm -hmm. down their dosage from like hundred milligrams to 50 to then supplementing with our vitamin to then working their way off of it. So, um, it's okay if someone's on it, it's not going to ruin your body forever. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's important to know how to rebuild your body back up after it and then also how to get to the root cause during it so it's not coming back after. Mm-hmm. What are some of the root causes that you've seen with the people you've worked with besides the, and I want to talk about this part next, which are those pore cloggers, but what are some of the internal root causes you've seen? Like I myself, it was mold illness and heavy metals. Are there any like common themes you've seen? Yeah, as far as like um, a couple different things. So, of course, like SIBO, leaky gut, mold, celiac, any inflammatory condition, Crohn's, like any of those um, can can cause acne. Um, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But as far as additional things that like you're doing on a daily basis that are in your control at the time um, is over supplementation. So I mentioned vitamin D, zinc, and B12. All three of those in excess trigger testosterone, which triggers a hormonal imbalance. So for vitamin D and zinc, and I'm not giving any um, medical advice if you're deficient in any of these, but Mm -hmm. a caveat to that is that sometimes, like if you're getting tests done, 
you'll show up as low levels of vitamin D because you're deficient in other things. And it's not yeah. the vitamin D, it's the other thing. So that's why vitamin deficiencies, it's so important to work with like um, with like an NTP or an IHP or a naturopath, something, someone who has the knowledge of how all of our minerals and vitamins coincide with each other and not just... Mm-hmm you know, going to a primary care doctor, getting a blood panel, saying low in vitamin D and taking like 40,000% of your vitamin D. Like I don't oh. <laughs> suggest doing that at all. So A lot of people do it though. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so many people yeah. during COVID and still are, are taking so much vitamin D and zinc because we were told those things boost our immune system. But if we're not mm-hmm. deficient, if we're not really deficient in those, or if we're getting it through something else, we're over supplementing. So typically if like you look on the back of a supplement bottle and it has like percentage of your RDV, again, this is not accounting for major deficiencies, but you shouldn't be taking over like 150% of your RDV of vitamin D or zinc um, in excess of about 150, 200% is triggering testosterone. I've seen, oh my gosh, my one friend, her naturopath put her on this. It was liquid vitamin D and the drop she was supposed to take, it was a hundred. 150,000% of your recommended daily value. And she literally what? sent me a picture the other day and she was like, could this be causing my acne? I'm like, oh my God. Oh, Insane. And it goodness. was like 10 drops of it or whatever. It was like a, a dropper of it. Oh my God. So yeah. So that one, B12, you can get away with a little bit more. Um, because B, uh, vitamin D is fat soluble, so that'll stay in your body for a while. Uh, B12, you'll pee it out. Like if you've ever gotten a B12 shot or B12 in an IV and your pee's a different color, so you pee that out. <laughs> so you can get away with a little bit more, but you'll mm-hmm. see like 40,000, 60,000, 80,000 percent of your RDV for B12 and different things in supplements. But you'll also wow. see it snuck into like so many different drinks, like nootropic supplements, nootropic drinks, like anything that's like a nootropic or energy it always has B12 in it. So Mm -hmm. you could be taking B12 in a supplement you're taking, but you could not know it's in like four other things you're having throughout the day. So it's important to like make sure you add all those up and see. And then Mm -hmm. biotin, that's a huge trigger of acne in kind of at any percentage. I mean, you can get away with it with lower percentages, but so one of the root causes of acne um, is because you is hyperkeret is um hyperkeratin production in the skin hyperkeratosis oh, never so heard of that. people who people who are more acne prone that kind of break out really easily compared to the person that could like never wash their face and eat junk food and never break out so you have what's mm. called retention hyperkeratosis which means your skin produces um its skin proteins a lot faster than everyone else which means if you're not exfoliating it's all those dead skin cells are building up, clogging your pores and causing acne a lot faster. So people who are acne prone do need to exfoliate more. But um, anyways, where I'm going with that is biotin triggers hyperkeratosis because it's to grow your hair. It's to grow your hair, skin and nails faster. So it's hyper producing that protein. So if you're already acne prone and you already hyper produce that protein, it's literally pouring gasoline on a fire. You'll break out so easily from biotin. Yeah. So those are the really big supplements. Yeah. Those are the big supplements. And if you want a replacement for that, silica is a great option. So if you want kind of like a hair, skin and nail, um, uh-huh. Something for really helping growing your hair and nails. Silica is really, really good. 
Um, so yeah, so supplements really good to check. Um, dairy, we, a lot of us know by now is a huge acne trigger. And for anyone that's like deep in the wellness community and non-toxic, I'm not talking about raw dairy. If you actually compare raw dairy and pasteurized dairy, it's like two completely different profiles of, it's like literally two different foods, like actually two different foods. Yeah. So I'm not, I think raw dairy is absolutely incredible. So I'm talking about just regular conventional dairy. Um, Mm -hmm. That is going to be a huge, huge acne trigger. You're going to be breaking out in your like goatee area, kind of where you've had like a mustache and goatee kind of smile lines um, down Mm. to your jaw. So that's a huge area for dairy breakouts. Um, I mentioned eggs earlier. The albumin protein is really hard to break down. So you'll see breakouts in the lymphatic system, like around the jawline. Mm-hmm. too. And you might see it like in the digestion, like kind of around your cheeks as well. Um, gluten, huge acne trigger. Um, that just causes inflammation throughout the entire body. I don't know if I, I feel like your audience probably really knows the effects of gluten. So I don't know if I need to dive into it too much, but gluten for everyone, whether yeah. people are sensitive or not, bores tiny holes in our intestines, creates permeability, allows anything we eat, food, you name it, to leak out to our bloodstream. Our bodies freak out. They're like, what is this? This is not supposed to be in the bloodstream. Starts attacking it and causes an infl- a constant inflammatory response. And mm-hmm. acne is inflammatory. So if your body's stuck in that inflammatory state, your acne is not going to be able to heal at all. Mm. Um, yeah. And all the so glyphosate like the, in there. Yes. Too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the chemicals that are in there too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. But yeah. Well, those are some of the bigger ones for internal. Yeah. In terms of um, like those are inflammatory foods. Are there any, and I know there's many, but in your opinion, do you have any favorite acne uh, fighting or anti-inflammatory foods, like if there were just three favorites? I would say anything that's really high-dose inflammatory. So, I mean, adding turmeric to anything is going to be so incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Getting like getting in your green... Like, it's, it's pretty simple, actually. Like, there's going to be nothing that technically, like, directly relates to acne, but you're going to want to help bring down the inflammation in your body. So mm-hmm. getting in your greens and your cruciferous veggies are going to be so good because what you want to do is you want to be dialing in your digestive digestive system, dialing in your gut health and lowering your inflammation. And so mm-hmm. um, really healthy oils and healthy fats, getting in your greens and cruciferous veggies and getting in a lot of water. Don't forget to put a little bit of salt in your water too to help with the absorption. Um, I I know that's so simple and probably overly stated, but it's really just focusing on a diet of real real foods. Yep. I agree. I actually Mm -hmm. have my Mountain Valley water. Maybe you've heard of this brand. Oh, I love. <laughs> it's love like Mountain you know Valley the water. pinnacle, the pinnacle of of water. That's my it's latest obsession. So good. <laughs> it's, it's my so favorite good. water. It's phenomenal. Do you ever meet someone and they're like, you you tell them about your obsession with water and they're like, all water tastes the same. Like you're nuts. I'm like they're crazy. No, well, their I can taste literally buds are taste... probably ruined from processed foods. So <laughs> yeah, that's the the pro. It's their problem, but like. I can't even go to a restaurant and drink the water they serve me. I taste chlorine. I can literally like almost yep. break down the chemicals and taste them all. So um, love that. These are all great tips. So going back to 
there, there's a lot, there's so much good information you're sharing, <laughs> but going back to pore cloggers and mm-hmm. things like that, that are found topically and the things we're putting on our skin. And obviously clear stem is the opposite of that. You guys are using non-pore clogging ingredients, non-endocrine disrupting ingredients. What are some of the biggest, um, pore cloggers and ones that are also found in natural or clean beauty. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like natural and clean doesn't mean it's acne safe. And I fell into this marketing years and years ago, like right before we were building ClearStem, because I went the natural route with everything. So I'm like, I'll just wash my face in coconut oil and like do all these things and make a turmeric mask and make an apple cider vinegar toner. Like, and just, I, yeah. and this was like just the start of the rise of natural skincare. So I was like buying all the things. But Natural does not mean acne safe. There's pore clogging ingredients in both toxic skincare and non-toxic skincare. Same with makeup, hair conditioner, you name it. So um, on the toxic side, some really common ones you'll see is isopurple palmitate, isopurple myristate. Um, those are two really big ones. Uh, but on the natural side, you'll coconut oil, shea butter, avocado oil, algae. Um, I want to touch on coconut oil and algae because those usually get people. So coconut yeah, oil. These, they're in these so are just many for, things. They're in yeah, so this many is products. just for topically. Things are still great to have internally. Coconut oil is mm-hmm. still amazing to cook with. Um, we're just talking about the absorption process. Like there's one absorption process when you're eating it and another one when you're putting it on your skin. And the molecule sizes of coconut oil is too big to absorb into your pore. I mean, think about what it gets like at room temperature. So mm. coconut oil just cannot it's be absorbed visual. into your pore. Um, algae is the same. Um, and there's a lot of skincare lines that are algae based in a They'll say it's really good for anti-aging, which technically for anti-aging, it can be really good if someone's not acne prone at all and a little bit older as well where their skin is extremely dry because algae is a really thick oil. I mean, think if you've ever been to the beach and like you've gotten seaweed on your leg and it's like so thick and oily. So it Mm -hmm. needs to have that thick oil barrier to survive in the ocean with all the salt. And so, um, the, again, that the oil that comes from algae or seaweed is way too thick for our pores. So anything that's labeled like deep sea, ocean, stuff like that, you can pretty much guarantee uh-huh. there's some type of seaweed or algae in the ingredients. And you'll see it um, named a bunch of different ways. Um, but that's really important to check out for but we, it can be really overwhelming with pore clogging ingredients. And so we made it really helpful for people on our website. Um, we Under the resources tab, it says pore clogging ingredients. If you click that, it has a whole list in alphabetical order. But we also so have nice. a search bar. <laughs> so you can Google your product, copy the entire ingredient deck. It's so important to find the full ingredient deck, not just what companies list as their key ingredients. Because, oh my gosh, I have a story about this in a second. But sometimes it's harder to find the full ingredient deck. We find that copy and paste oh, yeah. it into the search bar on that page and it'll pop up red any pore cloggers. Make sure you just do a double check though with the list below it just because some company like we're still constantly adding to the list, but some companies will like hyphenate things, we'll put things in parentheses oh, and so yeah. we're still building up the technology to make sure it catches absolutely everything, but everything's listed mm-hmm. below. So just double just quickly double check wow. um, with the list below, That's a and that'll make it really easy. Resource though, by the way, yeah, because yeah, like you might not, 
because it's important to identify which which one of your products are breaking you out because it might not be all of them. It might just be one or two and you don't have to throw away mm-hmm. all your skincare, all your makeup, all your hair, like hair mm-hmm. conditioner um, be, like because you think it's not working. You definitely just want to check um, anything. Things that are thicker are definitely going to have pore cloggers. But I was so frustrated the other day when my girlfriend's was in New York City and she was texting me and she's like, oh, my gosh, I forgot clear stem. I I need a face wash to use for my skin while I'm here. There's a Credo Beauty in Sephora and Soho. Like, what can I get from there? So I go on both their websites and I kid you not, I probably look for thir- like a lot of face washes typically don't have a ton of pore cloggers, but mm-hmm. I was like shocked because I probably looked through 30 different cleansers on Credo and Sephora. Oh and no, they all I love Credo. Cloggers. <laughs> I know. Well, oh. we're trying to get into Credo right now. So if anyone has connections, because I, I found her one face wash from Credo Beauty and it was an oil cleanser um, that actually didn't have any pore clogging ingredients. It didn't have any pore clogging oils. Um, but I, gosh, wow. I looked probably at like 15 different cleansers at Credo. And then I'm like, what mm-hmm. the heck? Like, why do they all pore clogging ingredients? But oh my I gosh. finally found one for well, her to go get. that's your in. That's your in because you got the white space. <laughs> I know. I'm like, we need to be in there. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, so oh pore clogging ingredients, so important to check. Mm-hmm. Crazy that they're in the natural things too. I definitely I, am someone who... Because I'm, you know, natural and holistic, I've and I've struggled with acne in the past and still periodically here and there, albeit less intensely. I have tried literally everything: the coconut oil, the apple cider vinegar, every <laughs> freaking product, all the marketing. Yeah. If it's, you know, I I used to get sold very easily. Now, thankfully, I'm using a lot of. To non-toxic products, better products, using clear stem, things like that. I swear your clarity and cell renew, that's the duo, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That really has helped the residual like redness and scarring because that's a whole other area of acne that is not thought about a lot, especially in the um, like manufacturing world. I feel like there's not a lot of products out there that are truly effective and and non-toxic and non-poor clogging that really improve the the color and the texture of your skin you know yeah i mean when you go to like the dermatologist or anyone for like melasma and te- like for your skin you're given like really toxic bleaching products texture of your <laughs> skin you're given retinol which is really not good and if you're given like a prescription retinol like oh my gosh it's so not only like so bad for you toxic wise but it also it actually ends up causing accelerated aging because it makes you so sun sensitive um what? that it makes your wrinkles develop faster and it causes so much irritation to the skin too so and so we how can they get away with that I know. <laughs> it's nuts. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, no, you're good. But yeah, our Clarity Serum we developed for improving skin texture, reducing like redness, um, breaking apart melasma. It's actually also our blackhead dissolver. That's one that's really, really good for acne, but it also mm-hmm. helps produce collagen in the skin. So really good for wrinkles at the same time. And then Salvernew awesome. for texture, redness, irritation, and scar reversal. I love that. So great. an additional pigmentation from that great, too. Great product. Yeah, those two together, they are really are a power <laughs> duo. <laughs> <clears throat> so we've talked a, a bit about, you know, some of the things that mainstream beauty has 
has wrong. Um, like in my opinion, I've always, and you kind of um, alluded to this earlier, the super long skincare routines where people are doing like 12 different steps <laughs> and some people probably even more than that. And it's like so many products for me, I'm always thinking like, okay, how many chemicals are you being exposed to? The more products you right. use, the more you're so many being exposed your skin. to. So what, in my opinion, I'm like, that's one thing I think mainstream probably has wrong. The whole more is more, more is better type of thing. What other um, things do you think mainstream beauty has wrong? Uh, I do think we always, so many companies try to come out with like new technology and new ways of doing things to stand out. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll see this if anyone's passionate about um, like eco-friendly in the environment. I mean, you have people constantly coming out with this like new and crazy packaging, which like I've had a lot of people actually like push us on coming out with like custom packaging and just like being more innovative with packaging. And I'm like, honestly, I don't want to. Like Mm -hmm. I one, I do love our packaging and two, like I don't I don't want to spend all this money on custom packaging. When like I like where our prices are at because then like that would mean we would have to raise our prices if we did that. Mm -hmm. And it's like all this additional packaging. It's like just more crap going out into the environment that's getting thrown out. Like so that's on that side of things. Like people are just always trying to come out with all this insane packaging, which I think is really cool. Like don't get me wrong. I love packaging. I think it's amazing. It's just not what I want us to do. Um, Like no shade on anyone else doing it. I just I don't want Mm -hmm. us to change that. Yeah. and your product is so effective. Like you don't need any. Yeah, else it's like to our product it. speaks for itself. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think there is like a product where I want to come out with like some unique packaging, but it doesn't. Again, doesn't need to be like all the just all the additional things that are going to like raise right. prices for people. I don't want that. So, um, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, for keeping I mean, prices lower. You can literally <laughs> set your like. So that's the the eco part. The pricing part part with the beauty world is people can just like make a three hundred dollar serum and it costs like four dollars to make and they just mm. decide to charge 300 and so that like people think oh it's this amazing serum it's 300 dollars, and it could literally be clogging their pores or doing nothing for the skin it could be like three different oils that's like you could literally make that yourself if you wanted to so um wow. so i think like pricing We've is just like really those. outlandish within the beauty industry and i think it really <clears> tricks <throat> people um and the third part is, is like all the new technology that's coming out that is supposed to be like the new fix or like the new way of going about things when we don't know what these things are doing to our body. So mm. the example I want to give, I was like heartbroken when I read this. So I guess there's this TikTok trend going around this year of tanning nasal spray. Did you see it? No. Uh, I know. What? I know. So anyway, what? so I I'm I, so I found, confused. So I didn't even see it on TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok a ton. Like our team, our team does it. I'm not on yeah. it all the time. Um, but this report, our our PR company sent us this report about sunscreen, um, and sun products because like we're coming out with another one, and it's like where are the trends going and yeah, all this consumer data and like one of the top search things of the year was um. 
tanning nasal spray. I'm like, what? So I Google it. What? Okay, the you're actual. gonna you're gonna die, and your community is gonna yeah. like freak out over this. It's a nasal spray that you do that changes the melon of your skin and makes you tanner. It literally makes you hyper produce a hormone in your body to make you tanner. Oh my it's god! Literally, people, nasal people spray are that doing this. People are doing this. Like Google, and like, they don't tanning, know nasal spray. It's are a people- thing. It's, are people uh, like just not critically thinking and thinking like, okay, I have no I'm idea, literally putting I, something into my mucous membranes, the thinnest part of right into your bloodstream, screwing with your hormone. Oh, my God. I, I, I am, am going so to Google that. I'm so scared to see what this is going to do to people long term because like the hormones that I was reading about, I'm not super familiar. Like I, I focus in my lane, right? Like with the, yeah. like the hormones that cause acne, like I, I know other things, but I, I'm not doing like constant research and about other hormones. So this hormone I'm not as familiar with, so I can't be here talking super educatedly about it. But if you look it up, it's there's quite a few articles that say exactly what it does in the in the hormone that it hyper produces to change uh, the melon of your skin. And I'm like, oh my God. Alarm what is this signals like, are going yeah. off. Oh my so God. So I think so many companies feel like they need to come out with the newest and best thing and the, the newest combination of chemicals to create this change in your skin and that Mm -hmm. and we don't know the long-term effects of things and that's Mm -hmm. what really really scares me like I don't just for an example like a mascara that like never comes off or like but like what's in (laughs) that that makes it never come off like (laughs) exactly so it's like all these things to enhance quote enhance our beauty in new ways because like they want the newest thing. They want new sales. They want all eyes on them. They want the press releases about them. And it's like, what is this doing to people's long-term health? Like, I feel like we just need to stick to the basics. Like, mm-hmm. like really, I haven't changed yeah. my makeup in six years. Like I use a non-toxic, like acne safe makeup, like use same skincare. I eat similar foods. Like I don't, I'm not always trying the newest technologies of everything, the newest Oh, I don't know, but yeah, that, that no, really, that, it scares me. triggering <laughs> to yeah, even think so about I, some of the things. That's like my biggest stress around the beauty industry. Um, wow. Is all, it's like well, stick thank to you. the basics. Like our bodies don't change. So why are we creating all these new things to create change in our bodies when like our bodies still operate the same way? Like there's still the root cause of acne. There's still the root cause mm-hmm. of hormone imbalances. Like n- none of that changes. And we're doing all these things yeah. to like reform our bodies. It's just, it's really scary mm-hmm. to me. It is scary. And people, it's the whole like man versus technology thing. It's like we're Mm -hmm. some people want to get ahead with technology when really, obviously, in certain areas, the advancement is very important and beneficial. But in other ways, it's like, is this doing more harm than good? What are the the side effects? What are at what cost are we going to do these things? Why would we want to alter our chemistry that much too you know but i know i have to remind myself not everyone is passionate about holistic health or their health you know some people just see something and think of it surface level and think oh my gosh i can get tan just by putting something in my nose really quick that's amazing like i'm so pale i'll try that um (laughs) without ever thinking what it's going to do to them biochemically yeah exactly I, i think it's so important for us just to like release judgment around other people, how they decide to live their lives and just stick to Absolutely. what you're doing and be an inspiration to others. Like, but you don't yeah. need to push how you eat or how you live your life on anyone else, but just live the way, 
life that makes you happy and feel your body. And then people who are interested that in that and inspired by it, they'll come to you and ask you questions. Um, but just like yep. keep doing your thing. Like you doing your thing is so inspiring and it's going to pull pe- the right people in. Yeah, I fully agree with that because when I was like in the thick of my undiagnosed mold illness and just being really sick, I was trying different things and making a lot of lifestyle changes, um, especially diet related. And there there was a lot of judgment there. I shouldn't say a lot, but there was judgment here and there. And even to this day, there still is judgment on different things, you know, yeah. humans judge, I guess. But anyways, I realized early on that the changes I w- was making were improving my life. And initially, I really wanted to inspire, I guess, the people I was closest to. And probably initially I was like, oh, you got to try this. Maybe consider, you know, going dairy free or doing whatever, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I probably only did that for a little bit because I realized very quickly that just by living my life, staying in my own lane, having a holistic life, having my lifestyle and diet, the people I was closest to, they just started changing. They started emulating. Yeah. <laughs> I tell this story where I had some roommates and in college and I bought organic food and I was very adamant about buying organic food because I was starting to learn about toxins and I was sick. So I'm like, I don't want to eat something that's going to make me sicker. But I got crap from a roommate and she's like, why would you spend that money? Like, you're kind of you're kind of crazy. Organic's a scam, blah, blah, blah. Kudos to me. I just let that kind of stuff go in, you know, in one year yep, and out the other. Um, but by the end of the year, end of our lease, she was buying organic food. <laughs> and so that story is because yeah. I never told her like, oh, you're wrong. You need to eat organic, whatever. I never did that. I just nope. stayed in my lane, did my thing. And people people started to change. And my boyfriend is another good example. Uh, It's different though. He was always very, he is and always has been very supportive. Um, But when we started, started dating, he, he, he ate the way he ate. And then within a couple months, he was, he was eating dairy free. He was eating gluten free. He's eating organic. Like it just happens, you know? And he's like, I feel really good. And like, now my sister is like very much into um, non-toxic living and everything, which is exciting to me because she's a mainstream medical nurse. And like now she's so open to this other world. But I just had to chime in there because I fully agree. Staying in your lane, being I- I- inspirational in a non-pushy way is like the best yeah. way to live. Agreed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many things. I love this conversation and I am just very grateful that Clear STEM exists and that you and Danielle are going to keep creating products that abide by your value and mission of being non-toxic and anti-acne and anti-aging. That is so, that's inspiring to me. You know, I love talking to founders and things like that, that care about the products that they're producing and care about, um, how it's interacting with the human body and um, things like that, because there are so many people in businesses just for the revenue and 
the money and the business. And obviously that's so important too, but meeting people that really care and are mission driven, that's what sells. And like, I'm sold. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here and look forward to staying in touch. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you.